Hi, thanks for tuning in. I'm Jess Gandy, and you're listening to the RLT. In this episode, in honor of Pride Month, we're celebrating the LGBTQ community with one of our recruiting leaders, who's also the VP of Zillow Group's Pride Affinity Network. So on behalf of the recruiting programs team, we hope you enjoy. Okay. Um, are you ready? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome everyone. Today we are sitting down with someone who is a leader in our space, but also a leader in our affinity network space. Would you be willing to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do for ZG in both aspects? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for having me. Um, This is Mel May. I am a recruiting manager and I support Dance Baldings People Org and I am VP of our Pride Network. Great. Well, thanks for being here today. This is such an important time with Pride Month and everything that is happening in America, in our world, in our individual world, and especially in our CG community with all these conversations. I'm feeling really honored to be able to host a podcast that has people like your voices in it. It's just very meaningful to me. And kind of on that note, what is leadership's role right now in everything that's happening? Thanks, Jess. That's a great question. And I know the world is moving really fast right now. There's a lot happening. There's a lot of information out there. And, you know, we're, we're all sitting here in our houses as we're going through COVID. And I know that we're in, in spaces that we've never been in before. So I think what's happening right now is we are, I, I kind of like to look at it as, as an awakening, as an opportunity to look inside of ourselves and see where we're at in our journey. So speaking specifically to the Black Lives Matter movement, I think that it's been a really eye-opening experience, which I know is maddening for people to hear from the Black community because they have been on this journey through their whole lifetime. And we're just now starting to catch up and we're starting to catch up, you know, trying to be allies in the community. So there, there's a lot going on. The role that I see for our leaders, whether you're a leader, people manager, or leader in Affinity Networks at Zillow Group, is really taking the time to kind of sit with yourself for a second and ask yourself some of the questions that are being presented. You may feel uncomfortable with those answers. That's okay. Just sit there, feel it, go through it. Then you know, maybe start admitting to some people, hey, you know, I know I haven't shown up before and I am maybe embarrassed that I'm just now having the light bulb go off and I'm just now starting to really, really hear your story. And then take the time to talk to people. I think over the past like few weeks, I've talked to people within ZG, within my own community, the LGBTQ+, my, my friends, my family. You know, my family is very diverse as well. So I've been having conversations with them too and just saying, hey, I realize we talk about our family. We talk about our commonality of being, you know, gay, but we never really talk about race. So, you know, those have been important conversations that I've been having. And then I think the next step is then to start really educating yourself. I I would say for 
if you're just starting your journey and you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, start with movies. It's easy. You're already watching Netflix. <laughs> you're at home doing this. So take that time and do something that is impactful and educational. And then that that can be a, a place for you to open a door to learn more. I, I would say education is a huge part. And then figure out how you can take action. And the action isn't going to people asking how to take action. <laughs> um, you can, you know, really start looking at organizations to support. You can donate. You can march. You can talk to your kids about racism. There are a lot of different ways and a lot of different lanes to approach this. Um, you don't have to do all of them, but just start somewhere. So I think as a leader within Zillow, it's important for you to be having these conversations with your team understand where they're at in their process, see how you can help them. You know, if they have questions, if they need a safe space to talk, you know, any type of guidance you can provide them. I think it's really important for us to be showing up as leaders in that capacity right now. So you're saying to start by working on yourself and where you're at and taking that time to learn and then invest with your team. And maybe that's starting with some sort of, discussion about how you've shown up in the past and and start with that authenticity. 100%. That's great advice. So from your perspective as the VP of Pride, maybe you could fill us in a little bit on how Pride is supporting intersectionality and specifically our Black employees who identify as being part of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, absolutely. So through several conversations that I've had, I have uncovered that our LGBTQ plus Black community has not felt a part of our ZG Pride Network. I will say that's not necessarily unique to ZG experience. This is something that is a common occurrence in our community in general. And so I think what ends up happening is we, we feel like we all fall under this LGBTQ plus umbrella and we're out fighting for the same rights and we're, we're trying to make change and get basic human rights passed into law. And what we forget is that is just a part of who we are. Our community is filled with people from all different backgrounds, races, cultures, ages. And it's important for us to realize that people have their own journey and their own experience. So within our LGBTQ plus Black community, it's important for us to create space and recognize their unique challenges and recognize that they have not felt seen or heard or represented. Brenna, who is the president, and I made a decision that we wanted to completely restructure a lot of things within the Pride Network. We rewrote the mission statement, our vision and our values to reflect intersectionality, to reflect inclusion, and just really trying to be more representative of the entire community and not just focus on the LGBTQ plus part. Because we wanted to put words into actions, feelings into actions, and not just say, hey, no, you can come hang out with us. We're we're cool over here. That's not enough. We need to do systematic change to provide inclusion and, and voices on the platform. You're talking about inclusion and finding ways to bring communities together and make sure that people feel heard and that everybody has their individual stories. How does that relate to recruiting? I would say when we're thinking about inclusion, we need to think about 
how it's not just about a metric. Like, how do we find humanity in the recruiting process? So when we're looking at finding humanity in the recruiting process, it's really about getting to know the underrepresented communities that you're recruiting for. For recruiting, I really encourage them to get involved with affinity networks. There's tons of resources that are out there right now. And I encourage people to really take the time to dive in and learn and listen to stories and get to know the people that they work with in these underrepresented communities. So when you are going out into the candidate pools and you're going out and doing your searches and you're reaching out to people, you have a better understanding of what their story is and how can you support them in their search for a job too. And in return, you can take the knowledge and the stories that you've learned from our internal community We'll talk to people externally. You can take that knowledge back to the hiring managers as well. And you can help the hiring managers understand how can they change their hiring behaviors and maybe some assumptions that they have about those communities as well. I really believe that in in immersing yourself, you will just have a better um, understanding of like the dynamics and complexities of underrepresented groups. It'll just help you recruit with more empathy. So I think something that we've been talking a lot about right now is action, taking action. And so you're saying immerse yourself. What does that mean? What's the action here? Yeah, that's a great question. I really do believe in action. That's how we see change. So when I talk about immerse yourself, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be out there protesting and marching and physically doing action. But an action is listening. Action is processing and really trying to take the time to relate back or just like educating yourself further than surface level. So that's an action. I think there's a fear in getting involved that is about making mistakes. How can you recruit in these communities that you're not a part of and not be afraid of making mistakes? And you know, how do you get better at being in places you might not identify with and being comfortable saying, hey, I don't know you or your life experience, but I think that you should still come to Zillow Group. And what does that look like? How do we make these statements? How do we go out there and recruit in potentially uncomfortable situations? Yeah. And just, I, I loved hearing how you worked through that question because I feel like I've done that several times myself. It almost feels too, am I invading this space? Am I taking something away just by having my presence here? What I would like to say to that is, well, one, if you are listening to your colleagues and you are listening to their stories and getting to know them, When you are talking to candidates and they ask you a question that's outside of the realm of your expertise or your space that you identify with, you have some point of reference to say, well, you know, I'm not a part of, for instance, Pride, but I work with Melme, who's the VP, and I listen into this chat and I know that they're doing X, Y, and Z in the community. And this is how you could get involved if if that's what you're interested in. But if you don't know me and you don't know the Pride Network and then you're just sitting on the phone in an uncomfortable silence with a candidate and that will not help create trust there. So I would say that. The other part that I would say 
being LGBTQ plus myself, I have been in spaces where people don't acknowledge that. I've been in spaces where, you know, the silence is super harmful. And I'll, I'll share a personal story. My own dad, when I came out, was not accepting of me being gay. And he told me, you know, I love you no matter what. You're my daughter. That's just a part of who you are. And for a while, I went along with it. And we would talk about everything but that. But I couldn't talk about my girlfriend. I couldn't talk about my friends. I couldn't talk about the places that I go or the things that I'm a part of. During June, I couldn't talk about Pride. And it started to chip away at me. The silence was so hurtful. I would have rather him have talked about it and been really upset about it than just to completely ignore that part of me. And I ended up cutting him out of my life because if you only want to see part of me, then you don't get to see all of me. Mm -hmm. So when you're thinking about those things and if you're feeling cautious about talking to people and getting to know them and their experiences and that part or being part of that community, just know us on the other side. We want you to talk to us. We want you to see that side of us. We want to share our experiences because together, you know, we are a community and as a community that leads into change. And I, I can start talking about activism, but I'll stop right there. <laughs> but that's that's where it's important to recognize the differences because that's where we find community and togetherness. Yeah, I think there is something really special about our role in recruiting that we set the tone for what inclusion at ZG means and what ZG's view on equity is because if people know right from talking to their recruiter that they can bring their whole selves to that conversation, then maybe they'll believe that they can bring their whole selves to work. They might not even be thinking about how meaningful that is to them at the time, but you kind of just take down a, a wall of just having to be this professional other from yourself when you allow those conversations to happen and and you risk making mistakes and you're honest and authentic. And I think that's really beautiful that our team gets to have that role in someone's life to maybe let them for the first time in their life, bring their whole self to work. Jess, you said that beautifully and you actually described the way that I feel at Zillow. So being able to bring my whole self, I found a different level of confidence that I don't think I could have found in another space. So that, for that, I am very grateful to be at ZG. And I, I saw that from the beginning when I interviewed. I felt that every step of the way over the past two and a half years, I've evolved and grown and I've seen other people do it too. And it's, it's a really special, amazing thing to be a part of. Just feel all goosebumpy or something. I just like I'm glad my camera isn't like high def. You'd see the <laughs> the welling in my eyes. Um hmm. so let's talk about something really joyous, uh pride and those celebrations that happen. Now everything looks different because of COVID. And I think a lot of us are used to just so much 
joy and wonderful things that happen when we all get together to celebrate pride. And since that's changed, what are we doing this year to still be able to celebrate together? It took us a few weeks to figure that out too. We first sat around and we felt really sorry for ourselves that we weren't going to have our parade this year or be able to get together with our community. Because quite honestly, pride is our, our month to really let loose the rest of the year. We're out there, we're, we're fighting for our rights. So when June comes around, it's really our opportunity to celebrate each other. And so I know a lot of us were really sad that we weren't going to see each other in person, but something actually a lot more interesting came to the surface. We decided to do a virtual Pride Fest. And in doing that, we reached out to all of our networks, all of our affinity networks, where usually we would just, you know, just plan it ourselves and, you know, Zal would show up and we go to the parade and that was always amazing. But having the intersectionality with the other groups and finding the commonalities, I've gotten to know people on a level that is just, I mean, it's, it's soul touching. So in that regard, we're celebrating each other from an intersectional point of view, but also on a deeper story, like get to know you point of view. So that's where it's a bit different this year, but the whole process has been interesting. I mean, we've been trying to figure out ways, like how do we edit videos? How do I set up my lighting? You know, it's, it's been fun to go through that process and learn together. Well, I am so excited for that. I'll be watching right alongside you, Jeff. Great. Great. Okay. I can't wait. Just to close, we usually do these episodes as really a getting to know the leader and And that was the inspiration behind this podcast. In that vein, what does pride mean to you personally? Yeah, personally, pride is the place where I find community and family. And I feel like pride is just the most amazing experience of being able to see people be their whole selves. People dress however they want. People express themselves. It's just really a beautiful expression of saying, I see you, you see me. Let's go have some fun. (laughs) And let's, you know, just like appreciate ourselves and the hard work and, and and the struggles we have gone through too. But yeah, for me, pride is really about community and family and celebration. Well, I cannot wait to celebrate with you virtually. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your opinion and being open and vulnerable and honest. You got me. Those are my first tears on this podcast. I just really appreciate you as one of our leaders and as a human being. It's been really great to get to know you and I'm glad that people who might not know you yet get to listen to this podcast and hear all the wonderful things you do at CG. So thank you. Jeff, thanks for having me on and you are an amazing person and I just really appreciate you bringing so many stories to life and and letting us get to know each other. So thank you for inviting me on today. 